Welcome into another episode of Mike Up with Mellow and Big Country brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why well, work from home and your office could be in Yellowstone? 2022 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever, game days, remote work getaways, family vacations, all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at midamericarv.com. Happy Friday. Welcome to the show. A lot to get into. Uh, we're going to talk about some fights that have been happening, hey the yo. happenings there, a little bit of basketball going on, maybe get to some of this football talk. And then we're going to do uh, an experiment that we did a long time ago. We're going to draft our two top five NBA teams for our five for Friday. Big country, the last time we did this, you drafted Hassan Whiteside. Yeah. Uh, and just for reference, <laughs> it wasn't 2015 when we did it. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, <laughs> it's 2020 during the bubble season. 2019, <laughs> give me a break. I think it was 2020. I thought it was 2000. It was like one of the first radio segments I'd done with you guys. Oh, maybe it was. I was thinking yeah. it was our first and one. And it was. 2020, we did it, and I made sure not to take Whiteside. <laughs> but that was my first redemption. This time, I'm winning it all. <laughs> right. I pretty much took Westbrook, Harden, and Durant. It was like, one of, I got this. And it was one of like, my favorite oh. tweets of all time was that we released these. Um, our guy, Matt Miller, was doing it with us. And we put them out there on Twitter. Like, these are the teams that we had drafted. And you drafted Hassan Whiteside. It <laughs> I think it might have been fairly early. Regardless, somebody said, I didn't know Hassan Whiteside was Austin's cousin. <laughs> One of my favorites. I mean, it's just the best roast you could ever get. It's like, all right, I don't have a response to that. That's no, how good that was. It was, it was absolutely fantastic. Even Brooks Glint already in, in the chat bringing up the Hassan Wasted Whiteside Wasted no stuff. time. <laughs> right? And if you want an enforcer, sure, Hassan Whiteside is your guy. That was a, he would have had to have been a top fifteen player at the time, uh, in a yeah. top three center. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like Joel Embiid was still on the board, and you're like Hassan Whiteside. <laughs> and uh, who was the other one that I took? Uh, Darius Randall or not Darius? Julius Randall. Julius. I said Darius. My God, who's Julius a solid Randall. player? Yeah, that that has kind of worked out for me. But Whiteside, like, I completely looked over Jokic. I completely looked yes. over Embiid. I panicked. I was like, <laughs> the I top two MVP candidates this year. To, in today's game, I couldn't get my laptop to load to like pull up centers. And I was looking up like bas- the best basketball players in the NBA, and his name popped up. And I was like, boom, I know him. Okay, I don't have time to waste. Let's go, Hassan Whiteside. And the look on your guys' face was just. I knew I'd messed up at that point. You know what's I'm a never bad basketball take? To do this. When Matt notices it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Because <laughs> he is not a basketball guy at all. <laughs> In his mind, it was probably like, who the fuck's Hassan White? <laughs> I've never heard of this guy before. It was a fun time, though. And we'll do that again. Uh, again, one of my favorite tweets of all time. Is Hassan Whiteside Austin's cousin? <laughs> that was great. Uh, we did have some cool news uh, going on this week, it feels like there's a little bit of a trend, and I wanted to talk about it today uh, because it's Friday and we get a little off topic on Friday. The fights that have been going on around the world. Mike Tyson gets in a fight on a plane. Mm-hmm. We had um, the Juco pitcher who attacked um, a home run hitter at third base. Then we had this minor league baseball fight where the pitcher just gets clocked right in the face. I wanted to talk about these three, but let's start with the Mike Tyson um, incident. Mike Tyson is on a plane. And there's a guy sitting behind him who he's got to be drunk or high or both. Yeah. And he's kind of giving shit to Mike Tyson. He keeps trying to like take selfies, uh, interact with him. And, like he's standing up over the seat, even like probably it looked like he was probably shouting at him. And I heard eventually he throws a water bottle at Mike Tyson. And then there's obviously a video. It's TMZ. Mike Tyson comes over the the chair, the seat, and starts wailing on this guy. <laughs> you've you've reached a new level of stupidity to talk shit to Mike Tyson. Yeah, uh, it looked like in the video that he had been messing with him for a while because it looked like there was a buddy of his, the guy who initially just got the shit kicked out of him. His buddy was on the other side of the airplane 
kind of videoing across, and you could tell he was just sitting there saying a bunch of stuff, being obnoxious and annoying, and I guess it reached a point where Mike Tyson was just like, hey, I'm done. I'm done dealing mm-hmm. with this. So it looked like it was kind of one of those situations where the guy maybe deserved it. Yeah. So, and I mean, even after he got the shit kicked out of him, because it's, it's clips of the guy being super annoying, and the next clip is just his face all bloody and kind of like beaten up, and he's just sitting there like stone face, like, ah, uh, that really just happened. But it's like, I, you know, I kind of had it coming. I think he did too. I think we need to normalize. Like, if I'm you're kind gonna, of on Mike Tyson's side here. Like, yeah, if you're going to be that obnoxious, you deserve to get punched in the face. One hundred percent. And Mike Tyson's got one of those famous quotes, like, "People are, you know, too used to being rude on the internet and not getting punched in the face." Yeah, I saw a thing even that it, I think it was last week. Mike Tyson was at a thing, uh, like at maybe a comedy show, and somebody was like giving him shit, or there were some jokes made. And a guy pulled a gun, and Mike Tyson was able to keep his cool even in that situation. So for this guy on the flight to piss off Mike Tyson, he had to be doing a lot. Yeah. Also, it was on Wednesday that this happened, 420. He was probably in a pretty relaxed state. So I think that this dude on the plane, I think he had it coming. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm too old school, but I think if you're going to do this shit, you deserve to get punched in the face at least once. Like maybe not a lot, you know. Maybe, but you should get one free. Mike okay. Tyson's like, "Oh, you want a five piece? Pop, 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 pop." <laughs> you talked like, way too much shit. I'm allowed to punch you in the face one time, <laughs> even if you are Mike Tyson. Because I tell you, when I first saw this like Mike Tyson trending, trending stuff, I thought that maybe like if Mike Tyson hits a person, you almost have to file that for attempted murder. Would you let Mike Tyson punch you in the face? For free? Just see if you'd survive. <laughs> Would you let me punch you in the face for free? Well, I know I'd dodge it, so it's whatever. <laughs> no, but it's Miss let me thought, punch you in the face. I would not let anyone I would let you attempt punch me in I'm the gonna face. I'm going to say, duck. I'm going to do my, you aiming high, now I'm low. So now you're getting hit with an uppercut. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it on, demon. I know your plan. Demon? What? That's what I'm calling you. I figured that's what your fight name would be. I just Marshall, I didn't know if maybe Demon Miller. I don't know if maybe you had another incident. Nah, I'm good. All clear. Now I did wake up uh, this morning at about ooh three thirty and could not fall back asleep till about five a.m. What's that hour called? Three thirty. The old just, old witching hour. Just hanging out. That's what I call it. Just hanging out with my pals and ain't really there. <laughs> <laughs> right? They're trying to get you on that floor. I think that marijuana kicked in a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. Uh, last night I slept with my windows open, and somebody in my neighborhood at around 2.30 yelled fuck as loud as they could. It sounded like there was like a car door shut and then yelled fuck. I think somebody might have shut their hand in the door or something. I don't know. It woke me up, and they I'm like, what the fuck's with. going on? <laughs> they got dumped. They just got back, and they're pissed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She gone, or he got back home. Somebody else was there. Ooh, fuck! Here we go again. <laughs> yeah, uh, but the Mike Tyson thing—I don't know, man. It's just weird. Why would you? I hate people that just talk shit and are super annoying like this. If you want to get a selfie with Mike Tyson, I get it. Maybe you're a little drunk, so you—you know—you talk a little bit of shit. But there's a point to where you cross it, and you need punched in the face. Yeah. I hope this guy learned a lesson from it. And also, he's not too badly injured. Like, if he had really gotten messed up, I think the narrative would be a little different this morning, or yesterday even. But he seems to be okay. Minor injuries. Sounds like you deserved it. Um, another viral video this week is of this Juco pitcher um, who's pitching. Guy clearly hits a home run off of him. I didn't see the beginning part of this video. Yeah. But uh, apparently he probably pimped the home run a little too hard, had too much of a strut. But as he's approaching third base, you can see the pitcher start yelling at him. And you're like, oh, okay, this looks interesting. As he rounds third base, the pitcher takes off in a dead sprint and hits him, tackles him like he's Sean Taylor. Sends this guy flying. Mm -hmm. I saw early yesterday, it's like he got suspended for four games. Now he's been kicked off of the team, which he probably should be. You can't, you can't do that one. That, that's a tough look. Sprinting from the pitcher's mound to third base and tackling a guy for hitting a home run. 
And I'm assuming there's maybe some other behavior issues with this kid for him to be kicked off the team over one incident. Because even like you said, I thought I saw that he had been suspended for four games, and then they were like, nah, he's off the team. Well, he got kicked off the team because he just got added to the football team. That's why. They are like, hey, man, <laughs> you've got some talent sitting here. You're over here getting just pimped off some home runs. Why don't you come over here and take out that aggression you got? It mm-hmm. seems like you got quite a bit of it. Right. I mean, how many home runs are you giving up? And Bobby Boucher. Like that? <laughs> come yeah. join us over here on the football field. It is like our Bryce says in the, the chat, the batter has been suspended for two games as well. I didn't really see what he was doing. I guess it would maybe kind of change the story. If he's rounding the bases and he's talking a lot of shit, I think you should be able to celebrate the home run however you want to. But if yeah. you're like rounding the bases and you're actually verbally talking shit to the other team or the pitcher – then you've probably crossed the line. I don't know if crossing the line of I'm about to get tackled and get my ass kicked. But that's what happened with him. It's a cool video. Oh, I mean, it's awesome. I've watched it probably 50 times. Just because I think it's freaking hilarious. They're wild. (laughs) (laughs) Some of the biggest partiers I've ever partied with are Juco baseball players. They borderline alcoholic. Hey, you can just you can put it up to the next level. Baseball players party. I know, but I think it's the JUCO ones that are like, you'll get some JUCO baseball players that are like, I'm a really good baseball player, but I got in a little bit of trouble in high school, so now I have to play JUCO ball. Yeah, so you get the super I've, I've known at least two of those guys that I used to kind of party with that were really good and would even, like, one of them had a scholarship to go to Nebraska to play baseball. One of them had a scholarship, I think, to Mizzou to play baseball. And they were both like, yep, got in trouble in high school, partied too much, grades weren't good. And then, guess what? They got to JUCO, still partied their ass off. Did they end up going to Nebraska or Mizzou or no? No. (laughs) (laughs) They ended up dropping out of JUCO. Good God, man. I'm telling you, wild. I wonder how many, like, great athletes have just been like, you know, I'd much rather party than freaking play baseball. I went, to, I went to a JUCO for a semester, and that's where I also partied too much, and then it was like, i got to take a break. I'm dropping out. Uh, but I also went to school. I don't remember who his brother was, but there was a receiver on the football team, and it was like his second or third semester on campus. And one of our teachers would just actively tell him, if you weren't so dumb, you'd be playing ball like your brother is. His brother was playing D1 ball. I think at like Clemson. Jesus. <laughs> Good, high-level football. But his teacher, this coach, would always be like, if you were smart, you'd be doing what your brother is, but you're not, and that's why you're at Fort Scott Community College. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> it would get so awkward in there. So yeah, that awkward. would be very awkward. Be like, dang, dude. Uh-huh. Juco's I'm trying uh, to live my life. Juco's a wild experience. I skipped over that. You missed out. I know some people were like, oh, why don't you just go to Juco? It's a little cheaper. Because I, like, I know some of the people going there are too crazy. <laughs> and I am easily persuaded. Peer pressure gets same. Like, like everyone's like, oh, don't fall into peer pressure. I want to do hood rat shit with my friends. Like right now, hood rat shit with my friends is doing this and going to drink on the bar on some nights. If I would have gone there, it'd be like, whoa, this is a new level of hood rat shit. I went to I went to JUCO for one semester out of high school. My GPA was a one point eight, and I decided I had a serious one point eight. Mm-hmm. I had a serious talk with myself and just said, Mello, you can go back to school for another semester and you're going to keep going down this path you're going on and it's not good. Or you take a break from school for a semester. You party like you want to. Well, after a three-semester break, I finally got that party <laughs> pretty much out of my system and went back <laughs> to oh. school. So you got a 1.8, said, all right, let's take a break and reset ourselves. Took a little bit longer than you planned for the reset. Year and a half. <laughs> Year and yep. a half. <laughs> and then said, all right, ready to go. Uh-huh. Did you reach a point at the end of like the first semester and you're like, all right, next year? No. So you stopped in the first, like a fall semester. Like, mm-hmm. yep. so like you, Christmas break. So when you came back, you came back into a fall semester then, right? Or did you come back into a spring semester? Came back into a, I think it was a spring semester. Okay. So shoot, it would have been like two years off. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, I think I took three semesters off and then was like, okay, I'm ready to go. But then it was too late to join that semester. So I was like, yo, I'm going to get my shit together. We're going to join. Hell yeah. Right where I left off. (laughs) That's what I tell you, man. I'm proud of that 3 2. Your boy started low. Yeah. (laughs) Real low. Made it very difficult for myself. (laughs) Yeah, playing behind the eight ball. I did it all to myself. Drake wrote a whole song about it. Started at the bottom, now I'm here. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, We had another fight, too. A minor league baseball fight. And I don't really understand this one. Pitcher throws the ball a little bit inside. It hits the batter's hand. And then the pitcher starts talking mad shit to the batter. And I, I don't know why. I guess maybe he thought he was crowding the plate. Maybe he thought he took the ball intentionally. Um, but either way, he starts talking a little shit. The batter gets about halfway to first base and then decides, no, I do want the smoke. And he yeah. comes off the baseline, punches the guy right in the face, drops him, drops him. I mean, just was it in the face or was it like the head? It looked like he just kind of. I You know, I don't know. Because when we were watching it earlier on SportsCenter, it was kind of my first real look at <clears throat> getting to see the whole thing kind of play out. It looked like he got him, like, right on top of the head and the temple, and the guy's body just, like, collapsed. Like, I, where I'll he was like, you. okay, I took the punch. I'm ready to fight. Never mind. I have lost control of myself. If, like, if you've am. seen the video, at the end of the highlight, they show a guy rolling on the ground in pain. That's the picture. <laughs> yeah, which also means, why are you trying to fuck around with the hitter? Dude's got some mm-hmm. real strength. Yeah. He looked like a pretty big dude, too. Yeah. You got I think that's a pitcher problem, you know? Some of these guys talk shit like, like the guy's not going to come at you. Like, one thing I've learned about these pitchers, there are all these tall, scrawny kids who can whip their arm at 95 miles an hour. Yeah, you need to it's pick a like fight with a guy. some big, bulky, strong guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've got a couple positions you can fight. Second base, shortstop, <laughs> left field. I wouldn't mess with shortstop anymore either. No, some of those guys are pretty big. Yeah, but I mean, it's like, hey, you're shortstop, but you're getting you're a little too chunk. You're gonna if, have to move over to third. If you're playing third base, you're a little bit crazy anyway, and you've probably got a strong arm. Yep. First base, don't fuck with the first baseman. Mm-mm. That's usually that big country kid. Maybe right field, like right field, you might be okay. But right field, you're playing right field probably because you're a little bit dumb, and you've got a big strong arm. That's how I feel about right fielders. Center field. My coach didn't tell me that for some reason. Too athletic. No, I'm just kidding. I was a first baseman. (laughs) He probably did. You just didn't hear it. (laughs) And and obviously a catcher, never mess with a catcher. No, God. Mm -mm. Them guys are just cuckoo. Smart and tough. Don't do it. They're like, they're, they're ball smart is what it is. Second base is where the smart guy is. Ball smart? Like playing baseball. Okay. Yes. Yeah, they know the game. Yeah, I mean, they know the right calls and what on what balls they want coming in for them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's I've heard people say that about you. Is that what that means? Yeah. That you're ball smart? Like a one, two, or three, you know, three with a wiggle. Uh-huh. Trying to get all of it, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I never knew what that up. meant before. Yeah. Huh. Ball smart. The more you know. I'll tell you, don't fuck with the catcher, though. Uh, that's something I know for sure. I just couldn't believe all this stuff happened in the same <laughs> week, like in the same two days. I actually was watching that minor league baseball highlight last night, and I told my daughters, I was like, hey, have you ever seen a baseball fight? <laughs> and they said, what? A baseball fight? What are you talking about, Dad? And I said, yes, they fight sometimes in baseball. They were like, no way. This is the coolest thing ever. So I had to show up. And we broke down the tape. Now they can't <laughs> wait to go to the next like baseball game. They want to see a fight. And I'm like, hey, I've been going to a baseball game for a long time. I've never actually seen a baseball fight. But you know, maybe one day if you're lucky, you'll see one. I would love to see one. I never oh, have, though. I've seen a – I remember like the first time I saw a broken bat in a game. I was like, whoa. Because it's so much louder, it seems like, when that bat breaks. A fight, though, would be incredible. One of the first hockey games I ever went to was in college. Sat right along uh, the the wall there, and so the game starts. I'd never been like to a hockey game where I didn't really know how the game worked. It starts. They get up against the glass and they start fighting. And the next thing I know, it's the starters for Missouri State and the starters for the other school that they were playing get in this massive brawl. And the refs like, you know what? That's it. All of you are out. And so it was like the first five for both teams is completely gone. And then all of a sudden, I was like, okay, wow, uh, hockey's pretty freaking cool. That's kind of what got my interest in the game. So baseball, you start throwing some more fights in there, 
you're going to get a new audience. You're going to get a whole other range of audience you didn't know you could get. Yeah. I don't think baseball wants to do that, but it is. Yeah. It is pretty exciting when it happens. Uh, Amir Garrett, who is now a reliever for the Royals, I remember when he took on like the entire Cardinals team. Went at their um, dugout. And it was just like, I'm taking on everybody. I don't even care. That was exciting, too. Uh, baseball fights are pretty fun. You can get some good ones in there. Obviously, the Nolan Ryan fight. Robin Ventura comes at him. Old-ass Nolan Ryan. Quick headlock. You're not getting out of it. Just Is that the only fight him. a pitcher's won? Is it what? Is that the only fight we've seen a pitcher win? Oh, uh, probably not. There's just so many. It's hard I feel to like every time I see it, though, it's like the pitcher... Tries to throw in like just a haymaker and misses, I don't re- and then that's it. I don't remember who it was, but I saw one one time where the pitcher just ran. He's <laughs> like, I'm not doing it. I'm not was that fighting. Bryce Harper? <laughs> it might have been. I don't remember. <laughs> I know Bryce Harper was the this. the guy that threw the helmet. Like yeah. he got halfway there and was like, fuck this helmet. I'm throwing it at you. Yep. <laughs> but I've seen one before. I think it was an older one. I don't think it was Bryce Harper. Where the pitcher sees the batter coming towards him, and he's like, nope. Not doing this. I'm faster than you. <laughs> I'm out of here, man. I, I don't want to lose my paycheck. I'm just happy to be here. Sorry I pissed you off. There's probably a catcher that was running at him. He's like, I don't fuck with you guys. Yeah. You're not a second baseman or a left fielder. I'm not doing this. I'm out of here. But it is fun to watch uh, some of those baseball fights. I'll tell you what else is fun. The buying experience at Roper Kia. Go check them out. Look at their inventory. If they don't have what you're looking for, they'll help you find it. And if you mention us here at Mike Up, they're going to give you $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride. Yeah, absolutely. Next up is going to be Gunspot. Make sure to visit them at Gunspot.com for all your gun and ammo needs. No reserved auctions. And one of the best part about the website is there's no hidden fees when you go to check out. You, maybe you do get something in one of those reserved auctions throughout the week. And you're like, all right, cool. Now what else is going to be added onto this? You don't have to worry about it. Gunspot's not hiding anything from you. They're all up front. That's what makes them so great and special. Also, one thing you need to keep in mind, it's not a matter of if, it is a matter of when danger could arise. Make sure you put yourself in a position to protect you and your family, and you can do that with Gunspot.com. I'm not going to lie. I was checking in on my daughter who's sick today. I didn't hear if you said if or not. I don't, I, couldn't, I don't know if I did either. There's just, I said I don't know like four different times right there. I'm just so surprised. <laughs> I'm just panicked. And I uh, say I didn't. Yeah. Right. Looks at the chat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. We also have some ba- bas- basketball. We have some basketball news. Um, with these playoff games that are going on, I think there's a trend with it, too, where these teams are just blowing gigantic leads. Like, it feels like every night it's either the Timberwolves, uh, it's the Nets, it's somebody blowing just a huge lead, and looks like you said Neff. Thanks for paying attention. Son of a gun. Just when I thought I, just when I, thought I figured it out, I did not. <laughs> Almost did. Uh, last night, the Timberwolves, <laughs> yeah, the Timberwolves blow a 16-point lead heading into the fourth quarter at, one, at two different points during this game. They led by 25 points. And then they allow, who is it, uh, Memphis to come back on them and eventually win this game in Minnesota. I tell you, I had some high hopes for the T-Wolves. I thought with guys like Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards there, even Russell, and then bringing in Pat Bev, I thought they were a team that was like on the verge. Like what we saw with the Suns when they were in the bubble, and it was like, oh, man, they might be serious next year. Yep. That's what I thought about Minnesota. I don't have those same feelings anymore. This team is just so immature. I think it is like this is a team to keep an eye on because next year they can be dangerous. But this year it's like they get up and then they get cocky and they kind of get lackadaisical. Because it was, I mean, it did look at a, it did look like a point at one point last night. Jesus Christ, Austin, just freaking talk. It looked like at one point last night the T-Wolves had run away with the game. And then all of a sudden, I just stopped paying attention to it because it's like, it's whatever. I look back, it's like, okay, Memphis has found their way back in this game. They're great. And all of a sudden, T-Wolves get back up again. Same thought process. You look back 10 minutes later, holy smokes, here they are. They're right back in it. And then they eventually come out with a win. And then John Morant to immediately hop on Twitter and share what Carl uh, Anthony Towns had said. It was like, all right, hey, we got them in Minnesota. Now they're in our house. Let's see how that goes. <laughs> right. It was like, oh, that is fantastic. Man, I like Carl Anthony to Towns, it. too. He had some bad takes last night. Huh. Not it's, looking good. Not a, not a good game for him. Yeah, and even, I mean, after the, after the game, 
some of the comments of like asking him about how he handled it. I mean, he had a terrible performance just looking at a stat line and then to not even answer questions just to give it like the and next question. <laughs> right. What the other one was something about like, what do you do with your team to get them like rallied it for the next game or something along those lines? And he was like, I'm just going to go home, drink some wine on to the next game. Like, dude, that's not the answer. Yeah, you're not LeBron James. Like, you're not sitting here dominating and all of a sudden you can just talk about, oh, I'm going to go have some wine. Tell him, right. like, just even just lie to him. Lie to all of us. <laughs> like, all right, I'm going to go back in. I'm going to work on my defense. I'm going to do a couple drills, get a little workout, get him some shots. Right. Everyone's going to be like, oh, my God, look at this. This guy's taking it serious. So you're going to go home and drink some wine? You know, honestly, nobody would even look at it. We would just be like, yep, that's the answer you're supposed to give. Move it yeah. on. And no one would be talking about it. But when you're like, yeah, I'm just going to go home drink some wine on to the next day like no <laughs> not after you drop a terrible stat line where you had eight points <laughs> five fouls and five rebounds this is ter- and it's if this were the first time that it had happened to carl anthony towns i think it's probably a non-issue but he sucked it up the other night too this is not <laughs> the first time he struggled to score double digits and it's not like the memphis grizzlies are the boston celtics with this elite defense or, you know, these great big guys like Giannis. They're pretty much dominated by some smaller guys that, you know, like a Desmond Bain, John Morant, guys like that, that they're not shutting down Carl Anthony Towns. They shouldn't anyway. Somehow they are. Well, I think a lot of it is, honestly, you got to give credit to Jaron Jackson. They're six eleven center power forward kid. He's actually somewhat quietly a pretty damn good defensive player. Apparently. I haven't been watching – a lot of the NBA games, like, intently. But it, you do have to wonder, like, this is Carl Anthony Towns. He's supposed to be one of the best big men in the game. Like, he might yeah. be drafted by one of us later. It's not going to be me. It ain't going to be me. Yeah, I'll tell you that. Okay, but, I mean, he could be in consideration <laughs> at least. I, think, I just think the thing with Memphis is that they're, they're physical. Like, they're not scared of anybody. And, like, they, they own that. It's like, yeah, we don't give a shit who you are. We're going to come in here. We're going to play tough physical basketball, and we're going to attack you the entire length of the game. And they do. Like I think that's why they've been so dominant. And then you get a guy like John Morant, who's just so flashy and quick and can score and also help facilitate. The Memphis Grizzlies are fun to watch. I'm yeah. glad we went and watched them earlier in the year. You're welcome. Yeah, it was a good time. Glad tickets were still 7 bucks. <laughs> right? What up? <laughs> People don't take advantage of that like they no. should. No. They're going to get you on those fees. <laughs> yeah, that, those came in hefty. <laughs> tickets might be tickets. $7, but those fees are 11 And then you're like, wait a second. <laughs> and it's like, you got to pay tax. Oh, you get taxed from Missouri because <laughs> you bought them here. And then Memphis or Tennessee's like, we want our taxes too. Like, y'all just hold up. Shit. <laughs> yeah, those $7 tickets. Seven. <laughs> yeah, or 23 now. <laughs> but it was still cool. I, and I think I haven't been to a lot of NBA games. It is cool to get that experience because there's not really a bad seat yeah. in the house. And just with the amount of dunks that took place in the game, I know it sounds kind of silly because I know they happen all the time in the NBA game. But seeing it in person, it's like, man, these guys make this look yeah, so you easy. You don't appreciate those plays on TV like you do yeah. in person. Like there were some plays that have been made that I've seen in person that didn't make Sports Center like the highlight even. I'm like, wait, where's this dunk? Well, they yeah. didn't make it because there would be so many other ones. And it was crazy. And then the Grizzlies go on just an epic run. Last night in the fourth quarter, I think at one point it was like 21 to zero. And just allowing that even. And I, I believe, if I remember right, the T-Wolves coach didn't even like call a timeout. How do you go on a 21 nothing run and not call a timeout? Like that is a momentum drainer. I mean, just oh, yeah. killed everything that you could potentially have going. Takes all the energy out of the stadium. It's just rough. So I, I did have a lot of high hopes. For Minnesota, but I just don't. I don't know anymore. Like I just do. Coaches think they can take the timeouts with them and then have them for the next game, like the rollover minutes or something with AT and T. I remember that was a huge thing. Roll over your minutes to the next month. Yeah, I have over 120 rollover minutes. <laughs> right? Coach is like, cool. I got three rollover timeouts. Uh-huh. Can't wait to use them. Well, next apparently, Motorola is still out here sponsoring people. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it until the other night. I was watching the Bucks game. Motorola sponsors the Minnesota, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks too. I, like how? I've not seen a commercial. They must be killing it in the office television. Anything? <laughs> I'll tell you though. I hopped on their website, and that's how powerful sports is. 
you would have asked me, you know, four days ago, like, hey, what do you think about Motorola? It's like, yeah, back in 99, that was cool. <laughs> they were cool. They were dominating. But this week, I jumped on their website. I looked to see what they have. I tell you, they still have a Motorola Razor. Nah. Mm-hmm. They do. Guess, guess how much it cost. A Motorola Razor. 50 bucks. 50 bucks. That's a good solid guess. That's probably what they should cost. It's $1,000. <laughs> that is stupid. Bro, do you know how close I was to buying a Motorola Razor when I saw that and then checked the price? Like, if it would have been $200 or less, I probably would have bought it. I do it. miss, like, I never got the opportunity to do it to just, like, snap a phone shut. Like, when you hang up the Oh, so good. Man, I remember watching my mom do that. <laughs> yeah. Be like, okay, Max, I'll make sure to grab it. Cool. Like, just slams the phone. I'm like, oh, buddy, here <laughs> we go. Um, my mom was so good at that. She would be the mm-hmm. nicest lady on a phone, and us kids would just be rowdy in the backseat, and you'd hear her just snap that phone and just whip her head around look at you, and you're like, we're toast. Mom, we thought mom was in a good mood right here talking on the phone. She is not. She is. Thought we were getting living. away with everything. <laughs> yeah. Now Once. we're not. Yeah. People, people now don't have to deal with that. Or when you had a landline, a home phone, and you could slam that motherfucker down as hard as you <laughs> wanted. And just knowing the person on the other end was just hearing it, just ear ringing for forever. Or with like the flip phones. Yeah. Snap those babies shut. And then it's like, I'm done talking to you. I had a Motorola Razor. It was one of the first phones that I had. And Did you feel like a badass when you had it? 100%. Yeah. Because it was new. And you're like, you were cool if you had a, a Motorola like, Razor. Dude, you got the Razor? It would be like having the newest edition of an iPhone. It's like the iPhone 13. That's what the Motorola Razor felt like. And like, I'd have it out, I'd be texting, and people would be like, you have a Razor? I'm like, yeah, I do. Like, this, this is cool. I'm cool. Phone's cool. And I'll tell you, they're also just fucking indestructible. One time... In my younger days, I was texting a young lady, and I had. I you was were also, also younger, correct? I was what? You were also young. Yes. Okay, just want to make sure we clarify that. Like nineteen, twenty. So I was texting one young lady. I was talking to another one, and I, I don't remember what the message just said. But I went to the bathroom, and like my phone had fallen out of my pocket, and she went through my phone. And read all the texts that I had been sending this other girl. And she's like, what the fuck is up with this? And I'm like, deny, deny, deny. Because I'm young and stupid. She's like, I read all the texts. I know what you've been doing. And I was like, fuck. At that point, like, I know I'm toast. She takes my phone, my Motorola Razor, my super cool new phone, and throws it across the room against a brick wall. <laughs> yeah. And I'll tell you. The only problem, got a little chip in the corner, and the battery popped out. That's it. I get up off the couch. I put the battery back in the phone, pop it together, I leave. Phone still works. <laughs> I got, before I'm out the door, I'm texting the other girl. I was like, going to say, like, hey. On my way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Night just opened up. Want to hang? <laughs> exactly. You don't get that with an iPhone. <laughs> no. You get that with a that Motorola glass, uh, That Gorilla Grass. <laughs> gorilla Grass. God dang it. Gorilla Glass. It ain't, it ain't lasting very long after that. No. No. That's why I'm telling you. I'm considering going back to Motorola. They sponsor the Bucks, the Padres. Maybe mic'd up. Who knows? Hey, it's up. About it. Brought to you by Motorola, Motorola. Real big into the uh, walkie-talkie game, too. Yeah. yeah. I'm on the website now because I'm just like, I don't know what this company's doing to still make money. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know what they're actually. doing to make money to be sponsoring two professional teams. Well, they have the walkie-talkies for every police force in the nation, I think. You know, when I was a teacher, I think we used to have yeah, Motorola. Yeah, they, they do the, the body-worn cameras as well. So it's probably more on the business side of things or you know, obviously yeah. the police force side of things. You just you also got to realize there's more technology than just cell phones, I guess, than laptops. <laughs> right. It's kind of crazy when you put you when you think of it that way. <laughs> Motorola's like, yeah, we still got everything else. We just missed out on the phone. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, we just kind of stopped doing that and now we do this. Yeah. And it's really working for us, clearly. And good for them because, honestly, a week ago, didn't know they were still a thing. I see that the Padres are getting sponsored by them. Then I'm watching an NBA game, and I'm like, I recognize that logo. Oh, wait, that's Motorola. And I see it. So good for them. That's what advertising can do. Was it Motorola that paired with AT&T? Or no, that was U.S. Cellular. I thought that logo was awesome. Little orange man. I don't even remember it. 
Because when they paired with AT&T, I remember they had like the Spider-Man commercial. I thought it was so cool. <laughs> Spider-Man was out. And it was like AT&T and like US Cellular. And I was like, this is so cool. Do you remember the Nokia brick phones, those blue oh, phones? Oh, indestructible. Mm-hmm. I think they're still out there. Man, I had this phone. Also, there's no way those things will ever decompose, right? Like if, you, if those are in a landfill, they're there forever. I think so. Yeah, if they're... we all just like fell off the face of the earth, like someone's going to come back in like a thousand years and be like, what is this? Mm-hmm. The phone that I had after my Motorola Razor was like indestructible. The only thing you could do on it was call or text. And, but the battery, I would only have to charge it like every other day. And it would just stay full the whole time. I still have it to this day. I've hoarded it away just in case. Just like zombie apocalypse, I still have this cell phone. I'll pop a smart card in it or whatever, (laughs) SIM card in it, and I'm on my way. But, I mean, I'm telling you, charge held for forever. It wasn't a flip phone, but, I mean, it was elite. Oh, yeah. Do you remember how cool it was where, like, you would get a new phone, you take the SIM card out, your old one, and put it in the new one? I freaking loved that. (laughs) I just, I was like, fuck, upgrade, baby. Here we go. (laughs) And then I went to the iPhone. I was like, I haven't seen a SIM card in years. Well, anytime I get like a new iPhone, I'm convinced that I'm losing all of my shit. 100%. Even uh, I was telling you guys about it this morning. I was trying to download uh, new songs on Spotify. And it told me like on Spotify, I've never gotten this alert before. It's like there's no room on this device for any more songs. I'm like, Jesus, I've got to do something different. So this morning, I've been going through like all my pictures and stuff like that and trying to upload them to like Google and I'm a little stressed out because it's like I'm going to lose something in there. I don't hoard much. Pictures are like the one thing. Do you have thing. your text messages? Do you have, like keep all of them for forever or do you have them delete themselves after a while? I don't even know. Because there are some group chats that you have like maybe from like years ago that have like you know several links or pictures that you exchange in it and that will hold a bunch of space. I learned that because I keep all my text messages. I never, I've never deleted them. I do sometimes like the junk ones. If I get like a yeah. spammy text – it's like, don't want to see that. Delete when that. was the last time you went to the very bottom of your text message? You see the last, like, the first, me- the one that was there? Never. I did that a while back, and I was like, holy cow. I didn't realize it's been forever. How long does it go I, back? Like, I talked to a friend from college. I mean, shit, if I go to where all my text conversations are, and I just scroll all the way down to the bottom from, like, every conversation I've had. Uh, Jared Brown, last talked to him, September 25th, 2020. Damn, 2020? I did. I just went through it quickly on my computer, but I I got this one in October of 2021, so that wasn't that long ago. Yep. I'm gonna have to do that now, though. I um, have messages from 2017. What? Yep. <laughs> a, a message chat. A message that I sent someone. Read I'll, it. I'll, have to, I'll tell you who it is afterwards. <laughs> just read it. Do you just want read me to? It, online. <laughs> it says. Happy Father's Day. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get a text back. That one is rough. <laughs> oh, shit. I didn't expect that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get a text back. <laughs> uh, you wanted me to read it. <laughs> yeah, you could have lied. Boy, it got awkward up in here. It is quiet. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's terrible and uh. funny. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm sorry. I apologize. But at the same time, feel free to lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not tell the truth Friday. Too honest, yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's no easy way to say into more basketball <laughs> for that one. Uh, but the Mavs did win again last night over the Utah Jazz. I, I tell you, I think the Mavs are going to win this series now, and I don't even know if they need Luka Doncic to do it. I, I think the Jazz are just done for. I think they've given up. They're down two yeah. one, but I've already declared them dead. They're they're gone. I mean, if you're Donovan Mitchell, you almost have to force your way out here, right? Like, there's no way you want to keep playing for these guys. God, it's got to be so rough. Yeah, great regular season, dominant. You get to the playoffs, mm-hmm. choke mode. Yeah, no other help. Like, oh, cool, I have Rudy Gobert who can't score at all. But, yeah, he's going to play solid defense. Thanks for nothing. Yep. And old-ass Mike Conley still. And you're losing to the freaking banged-up Dallas Mavericks. Like, if Luka was out there, he'd be like, okay, hey, you know, Luka's mm-hmm. whatever, triple-double will help you lead to a win. He's not playing. 
Right. That's the worst part. Like that's almost just so embarrassing. Yeah, if this is two one and Luca's going for you know, doing what Jalen Bronson's doing, dropping thirty one and stuff yeah. like that, then it's like, okay, I get why you're losing. That's not happening though. Like Luca's yeah. just on the bench cheering for you and they've got like nothing else. <laughs> nothing else. And I mean I like Spencer Dinwiddie a lot. Jalen Brunson shouldn't be doing to you what he's doing. He goes off for thirty one last night. I, what was it like forty the other night? Yeah. It just Where's it I been guess, all year? Like is this someone we just haven't been paying attention to? No, Luca's just been ball dominant the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, like you, man, you. I might have to pass the ball. I do got some teammates I can play. I'm right? going to be here pissed. Next year, or, you know, when they get Luca back, they might realize, like, hey, we got a not quite the duo here, actually. Yeah. Like, pass him the ball a couple have times. A, might have a trio. Yeah. I mean, Luca, Brunson, and uh, Din, uh, Dinwiddie. Like, there you go. Yeah, they bring in a big guy. I like the Mavericks. I like Luca too. Uh, they're up on this series 2-1, like I said. I think they're going to win. Uh, we also had the Warriors last night. I'm done paying attention to that one. Warriors are up 3-0. They're going to win it. There's no stopping them anytime soon. I, I, You said it yesterday on radio, and I agree with you. I think they're going to the finals. Yeah, like Out of the Western Conference. They're just so good, and I think they're finally starting to click. And this is with Steph Curry coming off the bench. I mean, He's they're doing stuff. Minutes. That's like hasn't been done in NBA history. We heard about like Jordan Poole and Steph Curry. I guess were the first point guards to both score over twenty five points in a playoff game, like a guard duo. And then the game before, uh, Clay Thompson, Jordan Poole, and Steph Curry all scored over twenty. And it was like, hey, this is the first time we've had this happen in like a long ass time. Mm-hmm. It's just these guys are killing it. Yeah, and you know, even with the Suns, I like the Suns in the West too. Devin Booker being hurt. That's tough. He might be out for a while, and even when he comes back, I don't know. I don't know what that's going to be like. Um, again, one of the things that I've been preaching for a long time is that you have to join the show at 10 a.m. Central Time. Get in the chat so you can get all the other comments that are coming through. You can read some of the stuff that we don't quite get to. But I have a really good answer. Our guy Jake asks this question, and I have a great answer for it. So I'm going to go to the chat. It says, what's the most embarrassing text you've sent to the wrong person we just got big countries. Um, I have one that might be even better. And it was from when uh, my daughter, my oldest daughter, had just been born. And I think it was like my, it was a, my first week back at work. So I took the three days off to stay in the hospital with my wife at the time, my newborn baby. And I think I took like two vacation days and I went back to work. So I'm back at work and I'm texting my ex-wife. But at the same time, like I'm a new father, so like I'm texting my mom, I'm texting my brothers, everybody wants to know how the baby is and all this stuff. But at the same time, I'm trying to text my ex-wife, wife at the time, and I wanted to say like, hey, how are the Kegels going to re-tighten everything? I don't know if you're aware of that one, big country. But I meant to send that to my wife. Just what like did a- you say? Kegels. Do you know what this is? Uh, not a clue. <laughs> it's an exercise. You made me stop reading. <laughs> I was so it's weird. an exercise to re-tighten the vagina. It's, and it's a real thing. <laughs> the look That's on your an face. exercise? Yeah. Uh-huh. And so oh, I, I screamed that in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm texting like family updates, brothers this, friends that, coworkers. Everything. I'm just I'm a little bit busy. But I went to like send a playful text to my wife and be like, hey, how are the Kegels going? Got anything good for me? Like something like that. I accidentally sent that text message to my mom. <laughs> to my mother. I just, I immediately died. Did I've your come mom back just to respond life. like, hey, they've actually been going great? <laughs> she thankfully ignored it. a big fan. <laughs> I'm really hoping that she had no idea what it was. <laughs> oh, but I did. I, I sent some kind of text message along the lines of, how are the Kegels going to my mom? I don't – still to this day, I've never asked her, like, hey, did, did you get that text <laughs> message? Did, did I know she did, though. Like, whoever is like, oh, nope, didn't get that text. <laughs> yeah. That's just a lie that we tell people. You got the text. It was just so traumatic she's forgotten about it. It's just numbed in her memory of stuff. Like, mm-mm, nope. <laughs> no. no. Yeah, I didn't even send up, like, a, a follow-up 
um, like, I'm super sorry, embarrassed text. We just both ignored it like it never happened. Yeah. At one of these points, probably at the same time I get her high, I'm going to ask her about it. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you remember when? <laughs> I, I hope to God that was just like the one time somebody actually missed a text and overlooked something. <laughs> That's my most embarrassing one. Feel free to drop your guys's in the chat yeah. if you have any crazy ones. That's probably the worst one I've ever done. For the most part, I'm pretty good about texting. I, I don't have any other super. Yeah, ones. I worry way too much about sending like the wrong text to like the different group of people. Like, especially now with you guys too. There's like I'm gonna text something. And I was like, okay, I'm not about to accidentally send this text message to Mello because I will literally be roasted for eternity <laughs> if I do. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, I did have. I had another one recently where I have a group chat with like all my brothers in it, mm-hmm. and we talk there. And they all—they pretty much have the same sense of humor of me. Like it gets pretty dark in that group oh, chat yeah. sometimes. But I also have a group chat that's all my brothers and my mom. And I did make like a dirty comment in the wrong group chat one time, but that one wasn't too bad. She's she listens to the podcast sometimes. Like she mm-hmm. she hears my mouth. I don't think she's proud of it, <laughs> um, but she's definitely heard it before. So that one wasn't too bad. But back in the day, like nine years ago. Before I was podcasting or anything like that, I think she was still under the belief that I was a good son and like respectable young man. Now she knows that I'm not. But I, those are the only like <laughs> questionable, questionable texts that I've ever had. She yeah, used she to count the. That I'm not, bro. <laughs> when we started doing stick to football, that was like the first time that I think my mom realized how bad of a mouth that I have. Because yeah. I didn't, I don't really cuss around my parents. I might say, like, damn or ass, but for the most part, it's like me on radio. Like, you'll catch a bad word in there every once in a while, but not anything too bad. But there was one time when we were doing stick to football still, and she was like, you boys said the F word 36 times. <laughs> it is like the look of disappointment on her face of, like, I can't believe it. Like, and it, that was just the F word. That wasn't even the other bad ones. But she was just like, I... 36 times, boys. 36. I'm like, eh, sorry, uh, try to get 37 next week. <laughs> trying to set a new PR here. Like, oh, man, I thought we had 45 for sure. I guess you must have edited them out. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, things really got away from us there on that podcast for a while. Um, but now we're doing this one. NBA talk, texting, Motorola. Let's draft some NBA teams. But first, let's mention some of our great sponsors at Club 609. If you think my mouth is bad on the podcast... You should hear me at that place. Unfiltered, for real. Um, so it's um, a great place to be, though. That's all I'll say about that one. Two-for-one drink specials, $2 draft pours, home of the best happy hour in all of the world. It runs from 2 o'clock until 8 o'clock. And tomorrow on Saturdays, 11 a.m. until 8 p.m. Again, two-for-one drink specials. They'll actually bring you two drinks for the price of one. And if you're a beer drinker like I am, $2 domestic pours at Club 609. Yes, next up is going to be Downtown Lube. Make sure to visit them at downtownlube.com for the full list of services. They do specialize in tires and lube, but like I said, they are much more than that. So visit that website at downtownlube.com for the entire list of what they do, any contact information, and just to kind of see if you can give them a – not even to kind of see. If you need to give them a call, their number is there. Also, if you're new to the show, just go check out the website. Mark's very proud of it. He wants us to talk about it and discuss it. Just send some traffic through it. Just downtownlube.com. Check it out. That is a place to take your vehicle here in the Joplin area if you need oil changed or service. Also, it's just it's not a matter of if it is a matter of when you are going to need that oil changed and your tire service and your vehicle looked at. Get that done right here at Downtown Lube. All right, let's draft some of these NBA teams. Uh, again, we've tried this experience before, and it didn't work out super well. But it made for good content. Big Country, I'm going to let you have the first pick here. Now, yes, tell you, this is not good. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have like a big board going or anything. I feel like I could do this pretty easily. Oh, but I'm going to let you have the first pick. Cool. I'm going with Giannis. <laughs> I'm not going to waste any time. Let's just not fuck around. We're not going to fuck around, joke around. Taking Giannis. We're going to keep on going. I was really hoping that you would take LeBron James. <laughs> No, uh, I don't know if I'm going to take LeBron at all because he's 37 years old. Mm-hmm. That's great, but I think I'm going to go in a different direction with my team this time around. 
That puts me in a tough spot. I I'm also do you. not have Hassan Whiteside, so don't even worry about it. I, and we're doing this for like a, a future, like who would you take? And I think this goes to show, because I would have taken Giannis first. I think he's the best basketball player in the world. Yeah. And with what I've seen out of Kevin Durant in the last three games or so, I don't know if I'm taking him either. <laughs> I think, a little tough. I think the time is passed him by. What? You're not taking Durant? I don't think so. Not here. I'm not going to. We'll see what happens. I'm going to take Luca. Put him in my guard spot. I think that we could see him. He's another guy that just could emerge. I know he's hurt right now, but I still think when healthy. Yeah. He's electric. Triple double machine. I'm taking him to be my guard. One hundred percent. Next up for me, I'm gonna take Jason Tatum. Hmm. Yeah. Going going with the length. Are you playing him as a forward or a guard? Uh, I'll put him as a forward. I got a couple other guards in mind that I wanna to toss in there here in a second. You're making me go small on this lineup, and I don't like it. I'm going, I'm going big and length. I'll just tell you that now. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to stretch the floor. Then I'm going to take Steph Curry. Son of a bitch. I, <laughs> again, my roster is like, oh, you're still injured, but that's fine. I love the way that he plays the game. Stretch the floor. I'm taking Steph. He can shoot from anywhere. He had a little bit. He had a highlight last night where he gets by. Uh, I believe it, Jokic, and he gets a layup. And the camera zooms in on his face, and Steph Curry's got this look on it, like just the look of like, I still fucking got it, boys. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? It was just like, oh, man, y'all are in some trouble now. Uh, next up for me, I am going to take DeMar DeRozan Ooh. as my shooting guard. That's an interesting take. Yeah. He don't miss in the middle of the court. He'll come in. Get right there on that free throw line. It's kind of like Chris Paul, right? We talked about it a couple years ago. It's like, man, just doesn't miss. DeMar Rosen has been on a tear this season. I think he's kind of one of those underrated players. I'm going to give him some recognition here. Okay. I like that one. Uh, I'm going to turn to the big guys. I'm going to take Joel Embiid. I was going to wait because it's either him or Jokic. I really like Joel Embiid. And if you're not going to take him, I will. I guess you're probably still planning for Hassan Whiteside. I mean, we might. This is where he comes off the board? <laughs> No, uh, next up, I'm actually going to take Devin Booker. I'm going to have him be my point guard. I don't like this big country. Why? You're taking a lot of players that I like. (laughs) I'm actually kind of proud of this draft. Look at me. This is the one time where I can look at this and go, hey, I drafted a pretty good team. Okay, well, if you're going to play that, I'm going to move Luka to a forward position where I believe he can play, and I'm taking John Morant. I didn't want to take John Morant or Luke. I almost just wanted to give them to you to start. Because I, I didn't even write their names down. I was like, no, like Mel's going to take them. Because you know I love them? Exactly. And I care about you. <laughs> so next up, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take Jokic as my final pick. So I'm going to have a team of Devin Booker, DeMar DeRozan, Jason Tatum, Giannis, and then Jokic. This didn't work out for me in my favor. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not even going to lie. I don't even like any of the other power forwards or forwards that are – Available. You take Rudy Gobert, Carl Anthony Towns, Bam Adebayo, Pascal Siakam, Lucevic. <laughs> All those guys suck. <laughs> uh, I got LeBron. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> With the very last pick. Uh, fine. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, I guess, I guess I got him. <laughs> uh, I'm going to tell his ass to get in the post, though. So I'm assuming we probably won't tweet out who had the better team here. <laughs> we can. Here's the thing, though. I think my team might win the vote. Your team might actually be better. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably going to, yeah. Because <laughs> if I, like, everyone does, like who's funnier? Well, everyone's going to go with the popular, like just whatever. But I've just, I've also got the big names. Like I have yeah. LeBron. That's people are going to assume that was the first pick. Like, oh, he got LeBron. <laughs> Country went Giannis. <laughs> nope, we waited. So I, <laughs> I like your team probably better. At least with the. Jason Tatum and Giannis really threw me off because those are two guys I was going to go after. Because <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I really expected you to go LeBron, and then it was like, fuck it, I got Giannis. <laughs> and then you take somebody else, and then I probably would have went with Luka. And mm-hmm. was gonna well, wait I appreciate on you letting me go first. Yeah. That's also why I asked the question earlier. It was like, hey, is this like a team we're taking now? Like, do, Am I getting LeBron at 37, or am I getting LeBron in terms of like his prime or whatnot? You said yeah. 37. I said, I ain't taking him. Scratch his name. I didn't even write it down on my little post-it note I got here. Oh, man. No LeBron no matter what? Mm-mm. Um, how about we get to the chat? Bryce leaves us an embarrassing text that he sent. 
was drinking fairly heavily the night before my sister's birthday, so I stayed up uh, past midnight so I could send her a birthday text. I typed uh, a sweet text, ended with, love you, kid, then immediately passed out for eight hours. Woke up, realized that I had ended up sending the text to a girl that I had been talking to for only two weeks. Wanted to die, but she found it hilarious and liked that I sent nice stuff that way to my sister. That would be embarrassing. I Have you ever sent the text that's like, oh, whoops, that was for someone else? When it wasn't. Oh, yeah. God, that's embarrassing for me to admit that I've done it. Yeah. Be like, oh, sorry, that was supposed to go to someone else. But it's like clearly intended for a girl, and you've yeah. sent it to another girl. It's like, ah, yeah. oh, I was trying to talk to my buddy. Like, we just, you know, just messing around. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, hey, are we, we still good to go on that date tomorrow at 8? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Send to ex-wife. <laughs> oh, that's embarrassing. That's not for you. <laughs> I would never do anything like that, except for the one time that I did do that. That is fucking amazing. <laughs> How yeah. long after the divorce did you send that? My divorce was tricky because, um, as you know, I did a trial separation. <laughs> and trial separation? That's what it's officially called? That's what somebody told me it was called, where we were just going to try being separate from each other and see how we felt after six months. It uh, didn't even last six months. It lasted about three months before my position had been filled. Um, wow. So then it was like, okay, I got to let you know that I'm also, I'm moving on and I am fine, which I did do. And so I did the whole like, oh, accidental text, like planned a date with somebody else and then sent it to my ex-wife, which is a childish, like immature move nah, I'm dude, not I, proud of, Yeah, <laughs> but I did do it. And it she said anything back? Uh, just something that, like, no worries, like, it happens or something. Yeah. But I know that she felt it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get the reply that I wanted. Or, like, even like that. I probably wanted, like, an angry text back. Yeah. I didn't get that. But I know that she was not happy about it. That's what matters. Mm-hmm. That was the intention. You did it. <laughs> right. I, I don't think I've done that since. I even felt pretty embarrassed doing it at the time. Like, you're an idiot. Like, get over it. Stop crying. Put your pants on. <laughs> and go put on this the date. box of Cheerios. <laughs> yeah. What is it off forgetting Sarah Marshall? What is it that he says? I don't know. It's a million quotes from that movie. Yeah, it's true. I, I did there was well, one about, like, you're just sitting on your couch eating a box of cereal. Never mind. I don't I know. Don't know. I don't know. No, I mean, I probably got the wrong movie, so. Um, at one point dur- during my divorce, um, thankfully, like, you and I weren't really friends yet. Um, but some of my other friends really, like, helped and supported me. And, like, brought me, like, movies and stuff to, like, keep me busy, which I didn't really need, but it was a nice little gesture. But I did get bored, and I was watching Forgetting Sarah Marshall one night, and I realized I am that character. That it was me. I was sitting there eating a bowl of cereal in like a snuggy blanket, looked at the television when he's talking about like the thing that keeps all of his cereal fresh. It's like, I have that. That's what he's, I was talking about. Yeah. He's wearing a robe. I'm wearing a snuggy. <laughs> Hair's all messed up. It's like, oh my God. So I used to have a picture. I probably deleted it today of like me and it was a side by side of him. Uh, uh-huh. I can't think of his name. I know Jason Siegel? Yes. Yep, 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 yep. It's me and him, and it's like, I, I'm living this guy's life. Like, this is me, but in real life. I didn't write, like, a vampire musical, but I started podcasting. So. <laughs> Close enough. His <laughs> last name bit. is Siegel? Is that it? I've been saying Seagal this whole time, so. <laughs> you think it's Steven? I know. I've been calling them both Seagal. <laughs> right? Yeah, oh, my. Just when I start to think I'm smart. I is not. Yeah. How about uh, Jake says I sent some pretty spicy memes <laughs> to a girl I was talking to and regretted it right away, um, but it kind of helped me out. No regrets. Sometimes just send in the spicy. I, I want to know what a spicy meme is. I don't think I know. I think you have to make your own for it to be spicy. Jake, send me a spicy meme in the DMs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just show me what show me what it is. I want in on that too. I want to see the yeah. spicy memes. 
I, I, I need to know what I need to be sending. What kind of game you got here, Jake the Snake? Maybe I've been doing it all wrong, and I'm not sending spicy enough memes. Yeah, or maybe I'm just not being spicy at all. Uh, maybe so. All right, that's it for us today. We appreciate you guys joining us on a lovely Friday morning. Big Country and I are going to be back at it on Monday. Again, in the call-in app, you can get uh, these comments and a lot more. Um, Big Country's mom is even in the chat, so you can get that on a Monday morning. <laughs> Stick around to see that one. Uh, that's it for us today. We will talk to you guys on Monday.